What is your why? Do you want dynamic growth? Do you feel stuck? It's time to fix your why. Hey there, my friends. I'm Billy Ryan, and you're joining me on the Fix Your Why podcast. Today, I'm excited to be with the CEO of the Country Network, Tommy Snyder. Tommy, welcome. Good morning. How are you? Great. Good. So tell us a little bit about who Tommy Snyder is. Well, uh, Tommy Snyder was, uh, was born and raised in Florida, and uh, his dad didn't have any money for college, so he joined the Army and uh, was in the Army for four years, um, worked for the chief of staff of the Army at the Pentagon, uh, worked for President Reagan at the White House, White House Communications Agency. And uh, instead of going to West Point, I decided to uh, get out of the Army and move to Nashville and be in the music business. Wow. Yeah, so I did that. Moved in 1990, uh, ended up with a staff writing job with Charlie Daniels. And I uh, was with him for, I think I was with Charlie for about 12 years maybe. Uh, but wrote, uh, had a couple records of my own, had a couple record deals. My last chart single was in 07, uh, a song called Touchdown Jesus. And uh, in 07, God told me it was time to quit the music business and go home. So I did. And uh, one of my good friends came to me and said, hey, come to work for me. <clears throat> so I did. And uh, again, without a college education, I ended up working for one of the largest real estate investment trusts in the country. And uh, that was mid-2007 and uh, did that. When the market crashed, we became one of the biggest special servicing shops in the nation. And... Wow. Uh, you know, it was it was really good positioning at the time. And uh, in 2015, I was able to leave that company and uh, go start 1619 Capital Partners, which was my firm. So fast forward to today. Um, uh, these crazy people called me up and said, hey, we want you to come help us get involved in this network. And uh, I said, no, I don't think I, I want to do that. They said, well, it's country music. And I said, I absolutely don't want to do that. <laughs> so anyway, after a lot of persistence and a lot of prayer, uh, God showed me it was time to pivot. And uh, I did shut down the investment firm. And then we went all in on the network. So we're uh, eight months in. Now I'm the CEO of the company. And uh, for the first time, probably in 10 years, the company's actually generating revenue. And we have new shows. And there's a lot of exciting things going on, uh, both here and in Nashville. So... There's a lot to, to talk about and, and, and really to dive down on. And I don't want to get uh, down any rabbit hole in the beginning of, our, uh, of the podcast. But tell me a little bit about the pivot. And, you know, you, you made what sounds like a significant shift in your life, maybe reluctantly at first. Now that you're into it for a bit, do you are you feeling some alignment between uh your past experiences and what you're doing today yeah so ironically enough you know and, and when you talk about the pivot i think the most important part for me is that um i always re replace the word risk with faith mm. right and when you do it that way and you really believe in it it really takes away a lot of the uh anxiety and worry that comes along with those kind of moves you know so you know i think um today Ironically enough, everything that I've done from the time that I left home in high school until now has led me up to being in this position that I'm in now. Wow. And all the skills that I've learned um, are, are all applicable. 
including the music business, which I didn't think that I would ever be back in again. So let's talk about that for a minute because that, that intrigues me. So you left the Army after a four-year right. stint and got into country music. Correct. Who was Tommy Snyder before the Army? I mean, you had to be a musician and oh, yeah. maybe a band member, yeah? You know what? I was never in a band before, um, but I did play the guitar. My mom played the guitar. My uh, grandfather and all my aunts and uncles on my mom's side, they all played some kind of instrument. So uh, that was just kind of a normal thing. And so I learned to play the guitar at four. And, uh, wow. you know, I was in some talent contests, I think, when I was a kid, but never in a band, right? <laughs> never in a band. Talent. All right. Uh, I, I'm an aspiring musician, a uh, little tough at, at 62, but uh, I mean, I, I have played instruments throughout my life, but not at the level, you know, that I would aspire to or, or hope for, but um, I still think there's, there's time. Tell me about, uh, you know, it's, it's incredible in our lifetime how country music has well, in some ways, taken over, right? I mean, right. it's so popular among the younger generation, uh, but the product is constantly changing. Correct, yeah. Do you have a vision for what, the way you want to impact the country scene, the country music scene? Yeah, so look, a lot of the guys that I grew up with in the country music business, we're all you know, in our 50s now, and a lot of them are running the labels and or producing the records or at a high level, right? And so we're all having the same conversations. You know, country music has kind of shifted, uh, in my opinion, uh, maybe too far to the pop side. You know, you have snap tracks and you have clap tracks and you have these uh, electronic drums, and those kind of things. And, you know, there, there's enough of us that have been able to experience the old country music that love that, that we know that's never going to come back again. But we do know there's this fine line that needs to be fixed, if you will where um you know country music becomes a little bit more like traditional music which it'll never go back to that again but i think there's new artists that are coming out now and uh, we're excited about that that's one of the things that we love and stuff we're producing now the records we're producing um you know we're we're actually going for the southern rock thing again so we think that's going to come back full circle that's exciting yeah i'm excited look, about it i look forward to seeing how that yeah and evolves. for me it's exciting because i was with charlie daniels for all those years and that's you know he is southern rock yeah Right. Yeah, and what a sound! I mean, very amazing. distinctive sound. Um, interesting stories. I, I love I love music, and I love songs that tell a story. I also love movies. Um, it's the same thing happened. I think about uh, when I was in college. I was in college in the '80s, and rock uh, in the '70s. Rock was just so powerful. It was so pervasive, but then. You know the disco era started to change the sound of of music right and then it was interesting with my kids as they were growing up they really started to get back into some of the old rock right. music right and you know then dave matthews hits the scene and some other people that went back to that sound right uh it'll be interesting to see if that happens in country music as well as far as the network's concerned um, talk to me a little bit about you as a leader, you know, at, uh, your investment firm, were you leading a lot of people? Um, do you have more people at the country network? What does that look like? So, um, yes, uh, we have a, a pretty good staff at the country network. Um, 
you know, I think comparing that to the investment world is kind of a difficult comparison. Yeah. And the reason I say that is because in the investment world, everything was black and white. There was uh, an NOI on a building with a cap rate, and I was able to put a value on it, and we were able to go down the road, and everybody would agree on that, including the guy that was lending the money for the $24 million hotel, <laughs> right? Super easy. With the network, it's a lot harder because, you know, the product is the show, and we're not, you know, if you, if you look at television for what it really is, we're not really in the business of country music, although we, we are in the industry. For the network itself, we produce these shows so that we have advertising, right? Mm. And we have advertisers that are coming to the table and buying ads. And, uh, you know, a television network really operates that way. So I, I think that, you know, as far as the economics of the network itself, um, you know, it's, it's so interesting because we're a national network and we're not only over the air on antennas, but we're launching a whole new streaming platform. So for example, on Roku, we've been on Roku, I think now for, hmm, let's call it eight months. Since we've been on Roku, uh, on average, we have about 12 million viewers per month, Wow. which breaks down to a little bit over 400,000 per day, right? Just on Roku. And so when you start looking at the demographic of these people that we have and the economics of the, of the actual television station itself and the network, um, as we grow these streaming platforms, you know, evidently we're going to be able to bring more income in. But as we do that, we also get bigger advertisers, bigger sponsors. And uh, a lot of the new shows that we're doing now are exciting and cool. And we have a lot of new people coming to the table. So as far as growth on the network goes, um, we're excited about the direction it's going. And, uh, and I think uh, if you compare that to the investment banking world, it's, it's apples and oranges, but at the same time, it all ends up in, uh, you know, what, what's the net income, right? Well, and I, you know, being a, a real estate developer, I hear, uh, I hear that investment banking background that you have that yeah. resonates. Um, let's let's talk a little bit about. Um, you talk about growing sponsorship, right? Right. And so there's a part of you that is committed to maybe um, not changing the sound of country music, but maybe enriching the sound of country music, going back to its roots a little bit. Yeah, I think you could, you could say change too. I think okay. you could say change. And then you're, you're pursuing sponsorship. So you have to build a product that specific sponsors want. Right. And, and that could create some tension around the first goal of changing the sound. Agreed. So have you, have you already experienced a, a challenge to that value system or uh, are, I think you, are you seeing it line up the way you hope? I think it's lining up the way we, we hoped. I mean, you know, we've got a new show called The Chad Brock Show. Chad was an artist on Warner Brothers for a lot of years. Uh, actually, my first major label cut was a Chad Brock cut. And uh, he's a good old boy from Florida like me. Grew up 30 minutes down the road. And, uh, you know, on, on The Chad Brock Show, you know, we have uh, Hassle Cattle Company, for example, as a sponsor. And Fresh Chili Company is a sponsor. And, you know, these guys are like-minded they they love the guests they love the show and what i'm finding is that you know back to god again the people that are walking in the door at the network and sitting down and having those conversations with us they're all like-minded well i'm sure your leadership inspires people sponsors alike to want what you want because you're bringing a vision right. every you know people love to have a vision right they they want to know when they do what they do every day, where is it going? 
What right. what does that end state look like? And is is it something I want to be a part of? Right. And I, I love hearing <laughs> that it's resonating with sponsors. You know, it's how many companies have we seen through the years sacrifice their value system Absolutely. For, for money? Yep. And you know, music, I have a a special place in my heart for any artist because I do think a true artist has a calling that is bigger than them. Right. You know, and they want to, I hope they respect that calling. Um, you have a network that sounds like it has a calling. I believe so, yeah. You do. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, so I, I support that. You know, I love that. And... And, you know, I have a great staff too, by the way, you know, you can't forget, you know, it's, it's not just the guy, you know, talking to people here. Yeah. It's all the people that work for you too. And we have a great staff. We have great people that work for us and they're very professional and very good at what they do. What's your greatest challenge for 2023? Um, so we're kind of digging out of the well, you know, coming back uh, from, from where the company was and we're doing a great job at it. Um, uh, we, we have all these new shows, and uh, I think the biggest challenge for 2023 is going to be um, scaling. We're going to mm. have to start bringing on new staff. We have all these new shows. We have a ton of editing to do, for example. We have a ton of production to do. So it's going to be scaling. Mm. And what what's your near-term plan to, to deal with that and manage that? Yeah, we're already bringing folks on. Okay. So we, uh, we've already committed to bring... Uh, probably four more new people on um and with those new people uh come the ability to kind of cover what we're already doing and then gives me the ability to go get out ahead of that and start increasing again so as we do that it's like anything else we'll just continue to scale and uh hopefully we uh we outgrow where we're at at least by q2 2023 anyway well and it's curious or interesting at least that the country network's been around a while but country network led by Tommy Snyder has not, right? right? Right. So when you're growing something in the early stages, scaling and growth is a little easier than later stages. Um, but you had to unshackle yourself from where the brand was. So, exactly. Um, yeah, that's exactly Well, this right. has been wonderful. I've really enjoyed getting to know you better. And, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, love the vision you have for the Country Network. We're excited uh, about it. I'm going to have to be a Roku sponsor or, or what is it? Yeah. A client. Yeah, you can catch us on our Roku channel 1143 right now and the web app's about to come out <laughs> and then we're going to be on all the streaming platforms. We just launched awesome. yesterday on Sling, I think. So Awesome. Thank you. And thank all of you for being part of the Fix Your Why podcast. Until next time, I'm Billy Ryan.